Welcome everyone to episode 15 of Immunology and Beyond. For this episode, it's going to be a little bit different. So we will be interviewing each other just so that you can get to know us a little bit better. So specifically for this episode, we'll be talking about some of the transitions that we're going through and the things that we've learned along the way, specifically through defenses and transitions to a PhD. This episode was so much fun to do, and we really hope that you enjoy getting to know your hosts a little bit better. We want to talk about two things. One was uh, Dom defending who got her master's. Congratulations, Dom. And then as well, Anna transferring to her PhD, which she did in the past year. Congrats, Anna. But uh, to start things off, we I guess we first wanted to talk about Dom and how she did an amazing job and defended her master's and now she's graduated now. If Dom, you want to talk a little more about that experience and how it went and how you feel right now. This is so weird. I'm on the other side (laughs) of being interviewed. (laughs) Um, I feel great. Honestly, like looking back on everything, I really proud of everything that I went through and everything that I did and all of the things that I learned, all of the millions and millions of questions I still have. I literally like don't know anything. And that's really exciting to me. Just the fact that there's just so much to learn. Just looking back on everything, like it's really rewarding at the end of the day. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, how long was your master's? Two years? It was like two and a half. So I was technically supposed to finish. I was supposed to defend in August. But honestly, like it's okay because it kind of gave me more time to write. And it also allowed me to really go through the process of writing a thesis, learn a bit more about that process and gave me more time to go back and forth with my PI on thesis writing and like thesis tips. So when it came down to the end of it, I was super duper stressed and like worried that like I wasn't going to finish on time. So that was a blessing in a way. What do you think was the hardest part about defending? I think the hardest part was just not knowing what to expect because you have this whole kind of structure that you have to follow in terms of the writing of the thesis. So everything's kind of already laid out and you already kind of have an idea of how it's going to go. But I think for me, the most, yeah, the the, like the scariest part of it or the most difficult part of it was just not knowing what to expect and not knowing how to really prepare for the defense or the oral defense, at least, whether I should focus on certain aspects of my project or peripheral things surrounding my project, but something that I didn't necessarily go in depth in. I think that was just the hardest part, just the not knowing how to prepare really mm. or if I was preparing enough or if I was underprepared. And do you have any advice of people going through the fence now that you've been through it? So this is the biggest piece of advice that I got going into it was don't think of it really as an examination type thing that you're wrong. I'm I'm asking you these questions, stump you, but go more into it as if it was a conversation, but it's not really they're looking to just hound you down and like try to quiz you in a way, but they're really curious about what you did in your project. So they'll ask you questions kind of as a dialogue. So for a lot of my questions were a lot of big picture questions. So what are the bigger pictures surrounding this drug that you used or the bigger pictures surrounding this area of cancer immunotherapy or that you've studied for this amount of time? And also, if you don't know, you don't know. 
and that's totally okay. You're allowed to be like, well, I'm not too sure, but I think just based on like what I know, I think it might be X, Y, and Z. So just going into it really like it's a conversation. They're coming to you to ask about your project. And then in a way, your ability to explain your project just shows to them that you do know about your project, but you don't need to know everything about the fields. So that was the biggest piece of advice. That's the one that I took to heart the most. And I think that's the one that really allowed me to change my perception on the defense. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, what do you think was the hardest part about writing the thesis? So I was met with a lot of my triggers. I really had to sit back and kind of evaluate what stopped me from writing a lot of the times. And so that was the hardest thing, actually, just being able to recognize those because sometimes you'll be writing for a day and your day is it's just bad. Like you're writing, nothing is happening. Or maybe you aren't writing for as long as you hoped you would. So, but there's a reason for that. Either it's external or internal, but being able to recognize those things of like, oh, I'm just going to go grab a glass of water or, oh, I'm going to get a snack. Am I getting a snack or am I avoiding what I need to do? And why am I avoiding it? Is it because I reached a challenge? Okay, then what kind of challenge did I reach? So getting through those mental barriers was really tough. So I think that was the hardest part. And then just trying to find tools around it. So anytime I was like, oh, I'm going to get a snack. I had to stop myself and be like, okay, why are we getting a snack? Okay, what happened in the sentence? Was it because you felt like you weren't writing it properly? Or was it because you had to look for something and you couldn't find it? What exactly was it? Okay, now what do I need to do to alleviate that anxiety and stress so that I'm trying to run away from it so I can actually sit myself down and actually push through that? So that was the hardest thing. But I learned a lot about like my pitfalls and my weaknesses from when I'm writing or when I'm focusing on anything. So it's so true how everybody we've talked to so far says how during grad school, you just learn so much about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you learn so much more about yourself through your writing your thesis. Um, and I feel the same way whenever I feel like I'm putting something off in the lab, it's usually linked to something else. So learning how to cope with that and how to overcome that thing becomes super important because like you said, if you're putting off an experiment, it's like, well, why are you really putting that off? Is it because you're scared of the results because that potentially may change your entire project? Is it because it's a technique you've never done before? So you don't feel comfortable doing it? Like pinpointing what that, you, like you said, trigger or what's preventing you from getting ahead. It's super important. And you have to become comfortable at doing that or else it becomes really tough to progress within grad school. Yeah. And like just with that, you're doing yourself kind of a disservice if you're beating up on yourself for feeling that way. I kind of over the process, I really realized that it's really a disservice to yourself to not try and figure out why you're avoiding what you're avoiding. So the quicker you're able to do that or the more frequently you're able to do that, I think the quicker you can recognize it and the quicker you can work through it. I'm not saying it's going to work every single time, but just getting better day by day. So it doesn't even need to be like a huge um, change. But even if you see yourself having many changes over the day, like that's really all that matters at the end of the day that you're getting better. Well, congrats again. That's a huge accomplishment. And can you tell us a little bit more about your what you're going to be up to now? 
Yeah, so I got a I got a position at a biotech company, and um, it's just still within the realm of cancer immunotherapy. So it's just really exciting, and kind of like what I mentioned before, just at the end of my or my master's, with the little that I've learned, just knowing that there's so much more to learn, and mm-hmm. there's so much we can do with immunotherapies in general it's just there's just so many questions we can ask and there's so many things and there's so many different avenues to take it and so many people who this can benefit from not just from here but like globally and it's just it's yeah it's just really exciting so I'm gonna keep learning about it it's really nice to hear that you still have this passion for immunology and cancer immunotherapy research even after being it in like two and a half years that's a super long time Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy. Nice. Yeah, I definitely feel the same, Dom, like now that my master's is coming to an end. But I definitely feel that as the master's is coming to an end, I just feel like I don't want to let it go. And I feel like I just there's so much that I want to learn, especially as you're writing your thesis, because you're just putting everything together. And you're just like, it's more clear those gaps in the knowledge that you're like, oh, I want to know what this is. Like, I want to see where it goes. Um, so it's definitely like enhanced my passion for science as it's coming to my master's is ending, which is kind of funny, but hopefully I'll be able to stay in immunology as well. And I guess, Anna, can you tell us a little more about your decision to transfer to PhD, how that went and kind of how you're feeling about it? Yeah, so I actually transferred to my PhD uh, this summer of 2020. And it's kind of crazy how it's almost been a year since then. It really does not feel like it's been that long. (laughs) I feel like in some ways, I still feel like I'm a master's student. And I think that's just because, especially in our lab, there's not that clear distinction between a master's and a PhD student. Like the level of research you're doing at at a master's and PhD is very similar. And so like that transition, I think is more smooth because of that. But yeah, one of the main reasons why I decided to transfer to my PhD was Similarly to you guys, I just felt like there was so much more left to study and to investigate during my master's. I just felt that two years for me was just not enough to get everything I wanted to get done in terms of my research and also like professional and personal development. There was just at the point of me transferring, I just thought that there's so much more I wanted to do. I wanted to go to more conferences, be part of more um, McMaster committees, more student activities. And so I just feel like I'm someone who just wants to become better, a better person. And I thought that a PhD was gonna help me um, get there. And I think the main thing was just the passion for the immunology research, honestly, like coming, doing something that you're super passionate about is really important. And just like knowing that every day I'm going to be learning something new and that is just very exciting. So yeah, I'll be here for a while. (laughs) What are some of the highlights so far of being a PhD or transferring to your PhD? Honestly, like I said, I just feel like especially within like Merck, McMaster Immunology Research Center, I feel like the level at which master students are conducting research is honestly the same as a PhD student. Like I don't see that much of a difference in terms of like how much time you spend in the lab, like how much effort you put into your project. Um, and so for me, 
there's not been that much of a difference, I feel, other than obviously knowing that you have so much more time to kind of develop your project. You have a little bit more time if you want to look into different things, because instead of defending within two years, you can defend within like four or five or more. Um, so in some ways, there's a bit, I feel like there's more pressure because I know that for a PhD, you need like certain requirements. You need to do your comprehensive exam. You need to, or you don't need to be able to publish your findings, but it definitely helps if you're able to publish parts of your thesis. And so I do feel like there's a little bit more pressure, but at the same time, because you have a lot more time to, to do those things, it's like, um, it makes it easier. I feel like the only difference is knowing that like you have a lot more time. What were some of the um, hardships of coming to that decision with making the transfer? Mm. So, yeah, it was, it's definitely for me, at least it was not an easy decision um, because I really had to weigh pros and cons of both defending with a master's or staying for a PhD because a PhD is a long-term commitment. Um, and for me, it honestly took me around like at least three months of <laughs> thinking about this decision almost every single day. It was a bit too much. I don't recommend doing that. Like, I definitely recommend just writing a person cons list of like what you would get out of it from defending with a master's or a PhD. And I guess what I like thought about most was what what I wanted to do after what my goals were. And what I did a lot of like uh, job searching and looking at specific requirements that were needed for the jobs that I wanted to do. And so I knew that if I got a master's right away, I would probably be able to find like a research position. But to be able to move into the positions that I thought I wanted within like 10, 20 years. So I really looked far ahead, not only five years, I looked like 10, 20 years from now what kind of qualifications do you think I need to be able to get those jobs? And it is really hard because again, like the field is changing so quickly. And what I think doing research now for like trying to think ahead to 10, 20 years is really hard because everything can change and everybody has way different advice. Like I try to talk to people that like were in industry in the moment or who like were postdocs and everybody has such a unique experience and everybody has like their own things that uh, their own advice and so sometimes trying to like listen to everyone's advice doesn't help because you kind of just know yourself the best so you kind of have to ask yourself okay like what do you want um but ultimately it was a decision that one I really liked the research I was doing at the time it was the field I'm really passionate about three I just knew that there were so many more techniques that I wanted to learn and I was in a lab that I would be able to gain those specific skills that I thought I needed for a future position that would be five, 10 years down the road. And the lab environment, I really enjoy. And so it kind of just seemed like the perfect time. I also thought about like, okay, what would be the right time for me to do a PhD? And after thinking about it, like constantly, <laughs> a little bit too much, I decided, okay, if I want to do a PhD for me, this would be the right time to do it in the right lab, the right skills, and then just kind of telling myself that my PhD experience would can be decided by me and nobody else. Like I can, I have the power to shape it the way I want. And so 
it was telling myself that like if I wanted to be in industry, I can still try to like seek those opportunities during my PhD and like keep learning about what it takes to do research in industry. So don't forget about like your long-term goals during your PhD and try to keep those skills. Do you think, cause you were looking long-term, do you think you changed a lot from when you first started your master's till when you were making that decision in terms of long-term goals or has it always been really steady? in terms of where you want to be? I guess before I started my master's, I knew that I wanted to be, I only wanted to study immunology and do immunology type research, but I wasn't exactly sure how involved I wanted to be in terms of like, do I want to have like a project management role? Do I just want to be in the lab? Like that type of thing I wasn't sure about. And I didn't have that much research experience like I did a four-year thesis but I didn't have a lot of experience in the exact field that I wanted to be in so I wasn't sure and I think going through my first year master's I realized that because my master's was kind of a bumpy road like I would say it wasn't easy for me like going through my first and half of your master's it wasn't like a process that was like oh my gosh everything's going great my project is like progressing amazing it was like hard my project was something that like I was working a lot and realizing that like okay if I still want to do this like for another four years I know that like it's the right thing for me so it was just like gaining more experience doing research that's like basically what like solidified my decision to stay longer probably the hardest part right now is like so I'm like technically my third year like third year of grad school I think the toughest time at the moment is like not seeing a clear end because I'm only halfway through it and if I had to find my master's you know it would have been happening at this time so it would have been like the end was near but now it's just like you're when you're in the middle of it just like trying to plan for when you're going to be able to defend is really hard because you still have to go through like half of you have you know what i mean i'd like i haven't even done the research i need for like my thesis so that's probably like what the hardest thing for me is about doing a phd is like not being able to see the end coming near how do you push through that when that comes to mind so what I've been doing so far that I think has helped is setting like short-term goals and striving to complete those goals that at the end of the day are going to help towards like completing my PhD as, and trying to not think about like the end of like defending because that's not realistic. Like I can't really plan for that, but what I can plan is what I want to get done within the next month or the next like four months and keeping having goals for like every semester whether that's something that's going to contribute directly to your work coursework or things that you you want to do for your personal self like you want to get better at like presenting so i'm gonna do this conference or like i want to do this or an activity so that that's what's helping me right now that's amazing anna and once again congratulations on your successful transition to your phd now we're going to transition a little bit to Eddie's experience. How about you, Eddie? What are some of the most difficult things that you're going through right now? So I think the, the tough part for me right now um, is that I'm still doing experiments as I'm writing my thesis. Um, so that, that's becoming a little bit difficult to juggle. And I have the same problem where I struggle to write 
like I love communicating my science. I love presenting. I love doing posters. You want to talk about science? Like I'll sit and talk about it for two hours. But when it comes to putting it into a piece of paper, I, I that's something that I, I'm self-aware that I'm struggle with. So when it comes to okay, can I stay home and like write for a day, or like can I go into the lab and do like experiments for like sixteen hours? It's like writing for eight hours or being in the lab for 16 hours, I'll take the 16 hours over writing for eight hours any day. So I feel like that's kind of what I'm struggling with. Um, but what, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to do now is try to pick days where I tell myself, okay, like the experiments can wait, just like start writing. And I'm trying to like go in between because I, I feel like if I just sat down and just did all my experiments and got that done right away, then I'll be left with a block of just writing, which I wouldn't enjoy. And if I just sat down and did all my writing, I couldn't because I have to finish my experiment. So I'm kind of mixing both in and then going through that process. One thing that, I, that I've that i also learned about myself and writing is that sometimes when I I have days that just don't go really well with writing where like I just write and I nothing works and like I can't get anything on paper or sometimes like I write stuff down and I keep deleting it over and over again. And I find like those days are frustrating because like you don't get really far, but the way that it like I kind of reason through those and kind of take the positive away is that no matter what I could have done that today tomorrow or in a week I was going to have to go through that process of trying to figure out how to write that properly no matter what so even though that I might not have seemed productive it was productive in terms of trying to figure out my ideas and then I now I know how to move forward so I think it's working through those of like, it's okay, writing takes time and also having the resilience that you were talking about of like acknowledging when you're like, oh, do do I really, am I trying to be healthy by, by running? Am I really thinking about my health right now or am I just thinking about getting away from the computer? So I think um, I'm looking forward to that process. I'm, I'm happy that I have somebody who went through it who I can get insight into. Uh, so yeah, defending soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I am gonna miss. I am gonna miss being in the lab. I say that I'll, I'll miss the research. And then I I was talking to this with my partner today, or like last weekend, that I don't like when things end. You know, like I, I I don't like it. I, I was watching Harry Potter, and like I didn't. I hate watching the last movie because I'm like, oh, the story's over, and I and I hate that. And that's how I feel with like kind of my masters right now is kind of as when I defend it's kind of like oh that that chapter is going to be coming to a conclusion I don't know what's going to be the next one whether I'm going to stay in the lab and do a couple of experiments after or if I'm going to find a position somewhere else in industry but either way it's it's coming to an end and that that part is I'm trying to like work through looking at it in a positive way because I've made so many good friends through it like you, Dom and Anna, and like the people from from the lab, and like uh, people from the center. Like I actually think of the center as like a second home almost because I you know so many people, and I've never worked in an open center until my my graduate school, and I'm happy I had that experience because you get to meet so many cool people. Like everyone has like such like such interesting insight into like science, and if they're if it's not science, they're just like really fun people to talk to about something that's not science related. And I guess like what I'm trying to say is like I I'm sad that I'm that's coming to an end, but I'm really happy that I had that experience because like I, I it made me grow as a person and it made me really enjoy my time in the lab. If, if when the science wasn't working, it was those people and like those 
those uh, experiences that kept me going. So I'm very thankful for them, and and hopefully, you know, I may be I may be going, but hopefully I'll stay in touch with some of them, and I'll come back still, make my my return to Merck from here and then, catch up with everybody. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's a good conclusion to kind of like our three stories where we are. Um, I'm in the process of defending. Um, Dom has defended successfully, and Anna has transferred to her PhD, and soon she'll she'll start that project and that whole story. And then we'll look we'll get to hear from you know our one of our own hosts how it is to go through a PhD. So that will be a really good insight. <laughs> um, so we hope that you found our insight. Uh, helpful. We definitely don't think that we know all the answers to anything uh, or everything, but we do find that, you know, you get a lot from hearing other people's experience. And for us to share that with you, we found that it could be helpful. And it was also good for us as well, just to talk about, catch up with the other two, kind of what we're doing. And and we found you found it helpful. We hope you found it helpful. Uh, We also wanted to kind of update you guys in terms of kind of what's happening with the podcast. As you know, like it, well, it's clear that me and Dom are kind of ending up for now. We don't know what will happen in the future, but for now we're moving away from just like um, academic research. Anna is going to remain in academia doing her PhD. We're still going to finish releasing the second season, which is the one you're listening to right now. And our hope is to continue it moving forward. Um, Seeing as COVID actually, when we started this podcast, we wanted to do it in person, but COVID has shown us that we don't really need to be in the exact same geographical location, which is really helpful for us to continue this as we can be in different locations, different lifestyles, but still continue to give you guys a new episode every other week. So we hope to continue that and that is our goal. uh, And we'll definitely keep you updated with what comes next. So thank you for listening today. We hope you found this enjoyable. We certainly had a lot of fun catching up and reliving old stories and getting to hear how everything's going with us. So this was your weekly dose of immunology.